Yo, what up, what up, what up? It is episode 33. It's yo. Abstract Square Podcast. It's your boy, Chad. Chad, what's up? What up, yo? Yo, what's up? T, what's up? Glad to be back. <laughs> B, what's good? I'm feeling good. Yo, it's been a minute for us. A while. It's been, I haven't seen either one of y'all in a little I, bit of a minute. Why do I feel like every time we, we start a, a new show, we talk about it's been a minute? Like, why the, why the fuck do we do that? We fucking busy. Because we're working full-time jobs, we got families. And all of us were on we the West friends. Coast for the whole two weeks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Me, me and B was out there. Yeah. Same time. Yep. Then and Thomas wanted to follow up. We probably crossed each other right at the Mississippi River. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You got a mean crossover, too. I've seen it in practice. Yeah, those are the days, man. Don't sleep. Yo, I don't, my experience in San Fran, for the first time being out there, was interesting. You mm. know, I don't, I, don't, I don't know if San Fran is an ideal location for me if I ever had to live there. Oh, so you it's your first time. So you was on the, the whole um, what's the, what's the little what's the, like this the what this little animal, the big animal that be at the wharf, the um <laughs> the sea, the, 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 nigga, the, yeah, the, like little sea lions. You was on the, you was on your sea lion shit. Did yo. you ever see the sea lions? Nah, son. I didn't, yo, that's a part of the that's a part of the first nah, experience. I didn't do no. Oh, yo, I'm a, yo, I didn't do no full house. Real quick, <laughs> on on the San Francisco thing, you are a tourist if you call it San Fran. Yes, yeah. SF. That's a fact. Oh yeah, well or Frisco, they look at you like you're a clown. So like get that out your system now <laughs> yeah, that you're nah, gonna nah, be going nah. every well, every week, every in all, month. And all my slacks, right at work, I do say SF. Yeah, but you said San Fran. So I said you're a clown. San Fran. Well, I, I have to say San Fran for the audience, right? Like, no, they cool SF. Man. <laughs> SF, <laughs> not SFO. The airport. No, no, no. Not nah, as quiet for that. Don't do that. Sure, mm-hmm. but that sounds right. crazy. <laughs> Only in ATL can you say ATL. <laughs> That's a, or the, can't say the A. Anyways, I'm not going on this fucking Imagine road, landing so. in Orlando to, well, yeah, I'm going to the MCO. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I'm going to the low. Yeah. <laughs> Old town, what up? MCO, Mickey was popping. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <Yeah. laughs> hey, yo. Hey, yo, how do you know how to do that? I didn't know you can get to that frequency. Yo, I, I practiced. Clearly. I, I was like, yo, shout out Cardi, yo. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's wild. <laughs> I'm never doing that. <laughs> Ever. Watch, you'll do it. Anyways, yo, so I wanna, I wanna have a conversation about something I was thinking about. No bones to pick. <sighs> Y'all got feedback last week. <laughs> I got feedback last week that was like, I don't know how I feel about your little phone interview. <laughs> Talk about Jesse. <laughs> oh, why? I don't know, yo. Oh, haters gonna hate. Oh, damn. Does it sound like Godfather buried alive, like the shine when he was? Mm. You know what I'm saying when he had the phone to the joint. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Maybe that was it. <laughs> Jesse, what up, man? Shout out. Yo, I, I, I'm going. So my wife, Danny, she she's reading Michelle Obama's book, mm-hmm. right? That becoming every, every woman on the train clearly is reading at this point. Um, every man should read it too. Shade. <laughs> Every man should read it too. Don't get it twisted. Have you read it? I have it. I haven't read it yet. I have, I'm finishing up another book, and then I'm gonna get to that. You bought it? Yeah, I bought it. Okay. Shout out, B. B is okay. I'm out here for y'all. <laughs> don't ever get it twisted. Don't ever. He Chad looking at me sideways, ready to clown. But don't ever get it twisted that we don't ride for black women. Oh, we always ride. Yeah, always. But um, even when y'all on y'all bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Thomas said that. Thomas said that. Uh, shout out to all my feminists out here. <laughs> nah, but she, Danny was telling me she talked about this period in her life where, you know, like she she was zigging and zagging. I think that's how she how she phrased it. Mm-hmm. Where, you know, when she was, she was realizing that she didn't want to be in law anymore. There were signs that that 
she was noticing that was pointing her in a different direction. And when she met Obama, um, things started to like fall in place and make sense for her. And it, Barry, get it right. <laughs> my boy B. <laughs> <laughs> Barry's crazy. Um, there were, there were signs for her, right? Like mm-hmm. when she, when she met Barack, you know, it, it, it led her to, um, a different point in her life, like public service, you know, and there, there was these little things that just led up to that point. Um, and for me, I've been starting to do a lot of ref- reflection lately. Okay. Like, too. You know, like. We all have. Five hours in the air, you'd be reflecting. <laughs> <laughs> you know, a lot of ref- 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 reflection around, like, where I'm going in my career and all these things. And I've always had this. I mean, we talk about it here. I've always had this, like, entrepreneurial itch. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I was an entrepreneur at one point. Right. But that itch is back. And it's like. Where, where where do I go from here? You know, and I'm starting to run to run into certain people in my life that are on that path currently of entrepreneur. You know, as as being an entrepreneur, and I'm like, I feel like I'm go- I'm like I'm there now, right? So like, you've been itching. I don't think it ever left. I always think it's been there, but you've had to pay bills. You've had to right, do things, right, to take care of your family. Yes. Your life circumstances have changed. But I don't think that itch was ever gone. It's just you had to take care of business. I yeah, I think it's a spirit. I think it's a profile of a person. I think it's sensibilities. I don't think anything ever left. Like B said, you just right. felt it a little bit easier for your brain to take care of responsibilities in the way that you do. Right. You know, and so, like, I've been running into some really great people that have inspired me, right, to, to just, like, just take that jump. And obviously, I'm not going to do it tomorrow. Right, like in a real world situation, I just can't. at some point it will have to be tomorrow. You're just right by the nature of the definition of the it, word tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You know, but I think um, there's there's got to be a lot more planning and pepper, preparation behind it. You know, and I was watching this show Hustle. Have y'all seen Hustle? I haven't yeah. seen it. Yet. I've seen it. Um, I, I kind of don't want to watch it, but that's why? just my personal. I don't know, man. Startup stuff is like starting up. Since it's become commercialized, it's always yeah. kind of bothered me. Mm-hmm. Interesting. What's and his name? John? John Henry. Henry. And John. Being, being that you've worked in startups, like you see it yeah. different. Um, I think this is less startup, more entrepreneur um, talk. Is, Which is cool. I like that. Yeah. It, it's He stepped out of the, the Harlem capital, you know, gotcha. kind of venture just, just capitalist really mindset. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's really about entrepreneurship and also us. Sounds like it's well produced. Yeah. Very well. <laughs> <laughs> but what I don't like, I mean... It's like Vice for me is like a hit, like, you know, they fucking rape our culture and, and take what they take, right? But they do have. You feel that way, B? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Vice has good. I mean, there's parts of it that I, I wouldn't say they're a complex, right? But they do take elements of our culture. And, and I don't know if they serve it justice in terms of being positive about it. It's just like a, a microscope on something that's unique and obscure and made for consumption of alternative white people. Mm. It's not that it's a it's, platform. It's a that's platform. their tag. Their tag is the alternative world or something like that. Like it's something about alternative cultures. What they call yeah. It. And it's not that they're, they're doing a terrible job at it, but like after I seen the whole fiasco with Jesus and Meryl Bodega boys and all that stuff yeah. where don't get me wrong, you know, it's not for everybody, but I see how they treat that type of subculture and it's, you know, for consumption of other people who yeah, may not yeah. be from there, you know, right, right, and they don't really take care of doing justice. I'm weirded yeah. out by you saying that because I feel like maybe five, six years ago, I told y'all I wasn't a fan of Vice. 
and you was ahead of the curve. <laughs> like it's, you was ahead oh, of the wait, curve. Wait, wait. I want to. I want to circle back on my point because it's important. Yeah, let's get back to that. Yeah, yeah. Nah, you leaving our point for your point? <laughs> nah, go ahead, bro. I, I was watching Hustle with John Henry, and he was, you know, and for the for the listeners who haven't had a chance to dive into the show, John Henry is a. He's a VC. Yeah, he's a, he's young, a young VC. A young VC. Like young, in his black 20s, VC, right? Super rare. Started his first business at 19. Yeah. Um, laundromat business. And, right. Um, flipped that. Got it sold because he was taking market out of the uh, kind of like production, movie production right. world. And um, took that money and started working on, you know, more entrepreneurship. Like right. Like buying businesses and real estate. I believe it's a four-partner firm. Yeah. yeah. So basically, he's on this show and he's helping new entrepreneurs like ramp up their business. So the first episode is with a young lady named Ashley. She started a a jam business, right? And you mean like spreads. Like sp- okay, like yeah, cool. like spreads, like condiments basically, yep. right? And so he's helping her sort of like go through this process and in, in, in like helping her business grow. And he's like, "Yo, you're making like 12,000 a year and it sounds like, you know, you're doing everything." You know, at what point are you going to quit your job, essentially, and fully run your business? And she's looking at him like, bruh. Fuck out of my yeah, face. Yeah, fuck out of here. Nah, I need to, like, once I'm in a right, the right place. You're never in the right place. Then I can make that decision to quit my job. But right now, this cafe I'm working at, at the World Trade Center, from 9 to 5, that's my shit. And mm-hmm. when I go home, that's when I'll focus on this shit right here. He was like, okay, well... <laughs> At some point, right, in order for your business to fully grow, you're going to have to quit. How old was Ashley or is Ashley? She looked like she was in her late 20s. Late 20s, early 30s, yeah. around there. Like, right. Gotcha. You know? and Around John Henry's age for Yeah, context. yeah, yeah. Okay. Yep, yep. He's, he's around there. Um, Never trust a man with two first names. <laughs> 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 and she sat to him. She's like, yo, the only reason you're able to sit here and tell me to quit my job is because you're successful. Right. Well, that's stupid. That doesn't make no, no, sense. No, 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 no. Because I've said something very similar on this podcast about people who have started businesses who come from like Wall Street. Your money's fucking different. So it's easy for you to quit your job when you've made two point five million in the last yeah. three years, and you you got some shit to set aside because of your lifestyle, right? Yeah. But the point of why I said it's stupid is because at some point you have to become successful. <laughs> Yeah, and and I mean, coming from uh, Ashley's point of view, I, I I agree with her because he started out out nineteen years old, you know, right. being an entrepreneur. So it's easy for him to say that because he might not have had much well, when he started he, that. Right. At some point, he put in the work. It may not yeah. be the same timing she's putting in the work, but at some point, we all got to put in the work. And also, he's probably he was probably taking risks where he could afford those risks as a right. someone who's in her late twenties. Like she doesn't have that right. Uh, that leeway anymore So right. like, you can't point. just tell somebody right. you know, Drop the ball while you're young Yeah like you right. can do that Right So yeah. I feel Ashley I feel her on that I was like You go sis mm-hmm. Cause I was like I'm not quitting nothing mm-hmm. I'll never say that I'll never be on the, on the side of uh, You go sis For not Taking a leap Yeah so, but she's You know she's got her man She's you know She's trying to survive In New York City This is one of the The hardest places to I survive. understand it But I'm never gonna like Encourage it because that sounds crazy. Like, don't chase your dreams, sis. Just be safe, girl. <laughs> yeah. No, but when I, when I when I when I say go, sis, it's like, yo, go for standing up for what you believe in. Yeah, I respect you know? that. Like, 
No, what you believe in it that is that's counter the argument, right? Like she should believe in her dreams. She should <laughs> not not believe in. But is John if if God forbid things don't work out, is John Henry going going to be there to help her stand he might. back up? He might. Well, like I said, I understand it. I just don't. I'm not going to celebrate it with you. And I think the the John Henry mindset is I, I equate it to like runners and marathoners, right? Like for me, if it's below thirty degrees. I'm on a treadmill. Like, I don't care. (laughs) I don't care. I'm on a treadmill, right? Right. But to marathoners and real runners, a treadmill does not exist. Right. It means nothing, right? You fucking put on your fucking sweats or your fucking dry fit or your toe warmers and you go and you run outside because that's what runners do. And I feel John Henry's coming at it from that point of like, an entrepreneur does this full time, 100%. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's what we do. And I don't know if that connected with Ashley because she's got, you know, a lot more of that baggage. So I right. kind of saw both sides, you know? I For love certain. the I love the analogy of a treadmill because essentially Ashley's on a treadmill. Yeah. We're, we're like, all on a treadmill. Yeah. Like, it's yeah. It, at some point, you got to go outside. Like, if, if you're really going to... You know what I'm saying? You got to run in them screets, bro. Yeah. <laughs> at some point, you got to happen. If you, if, if you really believe that that's what you want. So, yeah. Chad, why haven't you, I guess, strapped on them them shoes and, and gotten in the streets yet? I think it's uh, something that's common that everyone feels. I on think why it's for they the same le- reason you don't become a stick-up kid at 36 years old. <laughs> 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 Seriously, like, you do your dirt when you're young. Like, you make mistakes right. as an 18-year-old. But, yeah. what, but I, we can get to that, but what's a mistake, right? And yeah. what is the... Um, the nature of being an entrepreneur is a mistake. Like, you have to continue to make a bunch of mistakes in order to become successful. You know, because... <laughs> In full transparency, right? Like I could probably take that risk and jump out there, but yeah. there are a lot of variables that come with taking that risk, and that that means putting my family at risk as well. Mm-hmm. It also means your your level of comfort with yourself. Yeah, you know, like I this this is gonna. I mean, we all family, but failing is not something I enjoy. No, nah, nobody enjoys it. You That's know? not true. I completely enjoy it. I mean the initial <laughs> you, feeling. You hear the silence. Right? Yeah, <laughs> no, it sounds it sounds crazy. But I like, think I, you enjoy learning from failure. I enjoy, I enjoy that. Right. Yeah. Let's let's correct that. I enjoy the growth that comes from making mistakes. Like yeah. I'm, I'm a big. As a matter of fact, Chad is the one that kind of like got me in this mind frame of like fail really really fast. Yeah. Before there was even like really a thing that I got indoctrinated into me from like startup culture, but like I, I like learning from mistakes. I mean, and and the the mistakes yeah. that you make at. 25 versus 35 you know like you're making yeah. better decisions at 35 you know like right. allegedly you know I, so not everybody's yeah, out here at, at 35 plus you have to make calculated mistakes right you know like when we were when we were living together we were both under 30 so like the mistakes that we were able to make even at that point for us <laughs> i can't make those mistakes now yeah you know what nah, i'm saying it's, yeah same same <laughs> here um, but in business specifically like within within your company I'm a big fan of making those mistakes. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, and that's I think that's part of the part of the reason why I'm starting to like have this reflection is because I'm not afforded the opportunity to make mistakes. So in order at work you're not at, at work I'm not. <laughs> yeah. You know, every time I make a mistake, that is like a notch on the wall. Probably not true. But I think Exactly. Well, at least the feeling. But I definitely exactly. have the feeling with you. That's what I was gonna say. Yeah, like yeah. it's probably not true. You're probably encouraged to fail fast because that's any smart company, you know, will will uh, feel that way. But that feeling of not wanting to make a mistake 
it's a lot more uh it's deeper it's a lot more stressful than than it sounds and i feel like we've been conditioned to quote unquote think that we can't make any mistakes what that black college experience bro yeah <laughs> it's about not making mistakes right you got to be better than everybody you got to be uh, shut up <laughs> <laughs> like no <laughs> and and i think part of that trickles over into your world of being an entrepreneur chat because you don't ooh, excuse me you don't want to make those mistakes you yeah. don't want to fuck up and jeopardize the the fucking two mouths that you have you know right to feed so like i feel like there's a connection to like how we are being brought up dealing with white America or America period, you know, mm-hmm. you don't make mistakes. We only have one shot. It is what it is. Right. Right. And I think both of those go hand in hand, whether you're in corporate or entrepreneurship, like we've been conditioned, yo, you can't make mistakes, fam. Right. You know, but I'm comfortable making the mistakes if I'm a, if I'm, if I'm running my own. Yeah. I'm comfortable with that because I've already taken the initial risk yeah. of stepping out there to be solo. So now everything that comes after that, I've accepted. You know? I always liken like mistakes to basketball, <laughs> and I always think about those high volume shooters that have a bunch of turnovers, like an Allen Iverson. Mm-hmm. Like his first turnover, first quarter, that's fine, but that fourth quarter turnover to lose the game, that fucking totally J.R. Smith, <laughs> that yeah. J.R. Smith turnover, it's a very different turnover. So same thing in your life, though, right? Like, you know, that's interesting. Not to cut you off, but we, those are starters. But if you're coming off the bench, right, this is your first opportunity. You don't even get back in the game. You don't get back in the game. You might not even, like, <laughs> so do we feel a 10-day contract. Do we feel like we're all on the bench? Oh, I know I'm on the bench. I'm on the bench. Yeah. Absolutely. And what makes you feel like you're on the bench, right? Like My I, bi-weekly paycheck makes me feel like I'm on the bench. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to hear it because I feel the same way, my G. Like, <laughs> Yo, yeah, it's that. It's, it's the fact that, yeah, I have a coach. And that coach has put me on the bench and hasn't fully allowed me to show my capabilities as a starter. You're on the bench because you want to play. Because if you if you weren't if you didn't want to be a starter, you wouldn't call yourself on the bench. You'd call yourself on the team. Mm. Yeah. yeah, that's yeah, that's real talk. So all right, so all right, you know this the difference between trying to play in whatever league you're in and being on a bench. Versus going your, and starting up your own league at the Rucker or starting, you know, like mm-hmm, whatever mm-hmm. that is. Like shout out to Fifty Fifth, y'all coming back? I know it. <laughs> I'm seeing the work out here. Why? Um, why is it so important to play in you know the league, quote unquote, you know, and not just be afraid to or whatever? I think it's go an out identity and, thing. Yeah. I think we lie to ourselves a lot. At least I do. I did to myself. I think part of being successful is it's been your identity to be successful. You've been successful th- thus far. And you got to make sure, make sure in the streets you still look like you're successful. Yeah. And I think that's so corny. It's super corny. But it's corny. so real. It's, like, yeah. perception. it's so honest. It's like. the perception. I'll never forget the first time I got laid off. I felt felt vulnerable. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It was like I, I failed a little bit. Yeah, but you got your shit together. Yeah, but you know, it's like. Don't when, leave that point because I want to I wanna ask how that first would be too. But yeah. You know, like you, you just feel like, damn. You let people down. Like, that was the feeling I had. Like, even though it, was, it had nothing to do with me, it was a business decision, which it will always be, but you just, you feel that's like... conditioning. You, that's, yeah, that's, sometimes that's, that's it's not. Yeah, you know, sometimes it's not. You were targeted and, you You're know... You're not like, a good cultural fit. Right. How yeah. about you, Brian? First time? First time, Um, I was probably too young enough to really, like, feel the impact, and this is when I was, like, Chad, 20. Chad was too, though. That's the thing I'm like... I was, like, 22, 23, where... 
I was like 25, 26. Yeah, I got I laid off. My first layoff was 22, 23. And like, I still, it hurt, you know, but like, right. I was still out in these streets trying to have fun and like live my best life and then figure it out after that. You know, yeah. like, I wasn't devastated. I didn't have the weight of a family or a mortgage or anything I, like I that. I didn't either. But for me, I was laid off three times before I was 23. Now that I'm thinking about it. And like, post college. No, I'm thinking about that. The first and time I was relieved, ooh. out of my mind, I was like, "Oh, this is—I don't have to be here anymore. Mm-hmm. This is great. Now I can live in my purpose, right?" Yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah. then I go out there and live in my purpose, and I find myself a startup, and then that goes defunct. They run out of money, so I was laid off because they ran out of money. Yeah. That, hmm. Those are very different feelings, though. Like I felt relieved, and I felt in the second time when the, when the startup failed, I was so I was so glad for everything that I learned in that failure. But I could imagine if it was a different set of circumstances where it was performance related, where I'd feel like Chad and be like, damn, I suck. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> that's um, like, that's that feeling of uh, going in the game off the bench. Yeah. Making that first turnover. And you know, you may not have that chance to start that you <laughs> dreamt about the night before. Like, yeah. If I kill tonight, I might get that contract. Right. Or a raise. <laughs> mm-hmm. You're not getting that contract. Yeah, but now you're not getting You actually yeah. are getting. Second G- time, G-leaked. second time for me, I was I was older than twenty five, younger than thirty, somewhere in between there, and I was doing everything, everything. Actually, you know what? I'm lying. It was after I was thirty. I turned thirty already, so yeah. I was an adult. You know, um, did everything I could at that job to you know be the best I could be, and it still wasn't enough. That hurt more than right. the the confusion of being laid off when yeah. I was like twenty four, twenty three, mm-hmm. or whatever it was. Yeah, so. For me, it was about the effort that I put in here. That was devastating for me because I was like, man, fuck y'all. Yeah. Like, I know what I put in here. I know I'm great. I know I'm smart. But, like, something else is going on. Right. That hurt. Yeah. I think that's a piece of it. That's a piece of it. You know, like. You ever heard in basketball a coach say, sorry for all the sports analogies, but say, even if you're making mistakes, I can't take you out the game if you're about to score 40. Yeah. You ever think about that? Like, we're so conditioned to not make the mistakes that we never even get a chance to look like 40. Right. Right. Yeah. Tiptoeing, walking on mm-hmm. eggshells. But that mm-hmm. wild kid that you know you're better than, yeah. he's he's erratic. Mm-hmm. But in his being erratic, he's cooking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was talking to um, a good friend of mine. His name is, um, hopefully he doesn't mind, but Chuck, right? He's a strategist, and he's been doing this, like, this entrepreneurship thing on his own for a while. Um, he just <clears throat> decided to like partner with his wife. Who Chuck, was, what up, Chuck? <laughs> he just decided to partner with his wife who was in corporate America. And we were having a conversation. Um, and he was telling me, he was like, for a while I was in this agency space and, you know, he was like, whether I was bumping heads or, you know, um, Struggling to get to the top. He was like, being myself was always an issue. Still is, man, over here. You know, he was like, whether I got laid off, I got let go. He was like, it was always an issue. So he was like, you know what, I'm going to just go out there and do do my own thing. You know, it's like, I'm going to just step out there. And, and I admire him for that. You yeah. know, like, that conversation that we had, I admire that conversation because it gave me so much hope. He was like, look, you you step out there, you do your own thing. Do you think nothing, you really want that though? Nothing. No one said you can't go back. 
Do you think, do you, uh, as a matter of fact, when you do go back, you look a lot better in a lot of places. <laughs> Don't you? He was like, you can go back. In the illest shit that he said to me, he said, you need, a, you need to always be working on plan B. Because when you're working on plan B, the bullshit that, you go, that you're going through at work, it becomes nothing. Because in the back of your mind, you already have plan B. You're thinking about plan B the entire time you're at your 9 to 5. Yeah. Yo, Chad, I got a homegirl. It's a strategist also. And I realized that she makes about three times the amount of money that I make because she does it for herself. Mm. She told me last year that she brought on almost half a million dollars. Wow. Doing strategy for herself as opposed to me. <laughs> I ain't bringing <laughs> right. half a million dollars. <laughs> right. And I'm essentially doing more than what she does. Like, right. But at the same time, she had to have a certain level of like risk tolerance to even get to that point. It's a, you know. And I mean, there's also, you know, an element of privilege that's that's involved in, in a lot of that. I think we we don't exercise our privilege, right? We are conditioned to kind of tiptoe, right? Dumbest shit in the world, OB. I, I think that we don't. I don't think we. I, I don't agree think we, with you. I don't think we exercise the the strength that we do have. Like we still are conditioned to. Yes, master. Can you, you know, say like, it the way you said it though? We don't exercise our privilege. Like, it's yeah, a, it's I a, need you to really unpack that because I totally agree with you. Yeah, and so it, what what I say is that. A lot of people, as as and this is just for for black men, right? Like for black men in this room, we don't exercise our privilege because we've com- been conditioned to just get ahead and and play the nice guy. And and let me box this in and say, you know, black men in corporate America, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I think that there's this element of um really needing to exercise the strength that we have as far as power, as far as culture. We don't really do that. We, we've been kind of scared to kind of do the the most. Um, and so while your homegirl is over there exercising her strengths, I don't think we do the same. And I think that's why we're in the same place, right? Facts. Yeah. yeah. Facts. I love that, though, B. Like, I love the the concept. We need to, like, make that a thing. And it's not we, a bad thing, right? The word privilege, it's not, like, I it's been it. conditioned. We've been already conditioned to think, like, white privilege, yada, yada, yada. But, like, yeah, I, as a man, I have privilege, like, Fine. Yeah. As, yeah. yeah. As Use a, it for good. You know what I'm saying? Like as a not first generation educated person, right? As a not first education educated, I have privilege. Like exactly. People have people have done things to get us where we are. We do have a privilege <laughs> yeah. from yeah. that space. And That's a fact. It, it's kind of interesting because like my, my family, like, we're entrepreneurs and they took risks with way less than I have. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? And there's something that's that has changed that lens for me. Not really. I guess because I've I run my own shit before in the past also, but maybe at this age, I don't feel as if that's even an option to be Yeah. Real. It's so interesting. It's almost like having children. As a matter of fact, I said this on a podcast before. Your business is your child. And it, every, every like... Yeah, but from the standpoint of... It was so funny because before we had our daughter, everyone was like, we weren't even married, which is interesting. But like, when are y'all going to have kids? <laughs> you know? And I'm like... What? Nah, I got. So that just no. That's oh, what that it, was meant to, it was matrimony. Yeah. I can't. I can't afford that. And we had Chelsea, and everything just like fell in place. Now that we're married, Chelsea's getting older. Everyone's asking, like, when are we having a second child? And I'm like, 
yo, I can't, I can't make that work. You totally can. So, <laughs> yeah, so it, now, it's like, now yeah. that you've done arguably one of the hardest things in this in this universe, which is to make sure that a child is healthy and safe, and you know gets the best that fly. he or Don't she needs, fly. Yeah. right? <laughs> fly, right? Because shout out to Chell B, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but like, why can't you take that concept and shift it over to your business? Or potential, you know, entrepreneurship. Like I think that I'll tell you why. Talk to me. You gonna tell me about me? Go yeah, ahead. I'll tell you. Why. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm telling you why? From like, again, talking to entrepreneurs that taking the leap over and over for years. Like, the reason is because when you're raising that child, it's all hands on deck. It's a community mm. thing. Mm-hmm, when you mm-hmm. when you start that new business, it's all hands. Like, nigga, don't fuck this up. <laughs> yeah. Everybody willing to help yeah. with it, Chelsea. But like, as soon as it becomes like. See Benny Inc. Yeah, it's like that's you, like, Benny. If you fuck up, I ain't trying to be too close, but I might want to stay close enough to get a job. Right, <laughs> that's what really happens. Yeah, yeah. But, but I think that like, all right, hands on deck. But if you really had to do it, like, and, and God forbid, you know, beautiful wife is not here, right? Mm-hmm. If you had to do it by yourself, right? You think that you could raise Chelsea Dolo for show though? Yes, I know you can. And mm-hmm. you don't have to answer that. Yes, my nigga, <laughs> you can. And I feel like that concept still applies to entrepreneurship because yeah. when your back is against the wall, my nigga, like we went through 400, 500 years of that shit, nigga, it's in our blood to you fucking survive. You know what it is? I'm not ready to have that uncomfortable conversation with my wife. Same. Okay, so I don't know. Guess what? We're having it right this. now. Let's do it. We do it. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't no, know no, anything no. about Exactly this. the same. Listen, y'all, everybody in this room knows, and probably some of our listeners know, like, I was rocking with myself until we decided to get married. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 and, and yeah. that's a very I was important with too. Because I'm always one one of my best feelings ever had. I'm going to my job in 2010. Best feeling I ever had was like, yo, you know what? I've created a skill that I'll never go hungry again. <sighs> Talk about it. I've created a skill for myself, and I know that whether it's a job, whether it's myself, I know that I can pick up a phone and ask somebody for money, and they'll probably give it to me. Mm-hmm. And I mean, what, what I, I having that conversation now? Yeah. <laughs> what I say about y'all too is is, and I think I, I possess some of those qualities is that you're not a selfish dickhead, right? And right. when you get into that point of, you know, carrying on a legacy and, and building a family, like you got to sacrifice some shit, and you got to go to that partner to make sure it's straight. You know? Watch this. Watch this. Is any of that part like vanity for you? Like, do, is it like just do you just not want to look bad? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got to fix some things then. And what is that's, looking bad? That's dumb what is fuck. looking bad, right? What it's, is looking bad? And I, I feel the same. That's why I asked you the question. I knew the answer. Yeah, but that's dumb as fuck to like not risk looking bad, which you'll clean up, right? Let's say that you fuck some money up, whatever. Got to eat ramen. You can't, you can't for a find. Let's of say weeks. you can't find money for three, four months, right? And you gotta you gotta make up. Let's say I don't know a fictitious number, but you have an opportunity to make a lot of money. Like you rather just not look crazy, or rather, rather like make the money. I want to make the money. But like, if you never get a chance to look crazy, you never make the money. So it's like, right. it's really dumb right. to even put ourselves in that place. Like, I know. Yeah. Wives would be a lot happier when it's like a mafia coast. Like, <laughs> it's, it's a very it's, different yeah, thing. Yeah, but it's just, a, it's just a conversation that, and this, and this goes back to homegirl Ashley and Hustle. She talked about fear, right? Well, they talked about fear. It's just that fear, and I'm being 100% candid. It's that fear of like, Having to explain to your wife, I don't have it. Having to explain to your daughter, God forbid it gets to this point, we're moving out of our home. Mm-hmm. We got to go live with grandma and grandma until I get my shit together. You know, like, those are the things that 
the, the poisons that pop in my mind. That are, Those I'm are not poisons. Those are the reasons why you find your wife. Those are the reasons why. Mm. That, look, that's it's your, just not a conversation because, you know, like she's in a great she's in a great space in her career. And I don't want to fuck that up yeah, you're because of my fuck up. Right. But you also want to take everyone to the next level. And you're while you're being unselfish and saying, I don't speak it to myself, too. So I don't think I'm calling you out. While you're being unselfish and saying, "Hey, I'm gonna keep what's going on, so we can stay on a very, uh, uh, very like straight place, and yeah. everything can be good." Yeah. Mm-hmm. In a way, you're unselfish by not taking it to the next level. Because I mean, you get what I'm saying, right? Yeah. Like, where do you go? Do I say, "Hey, let's just be fine," or let me be the man in the house and let's be great? Be great. Yeah. Really difficult I mean, conversation yeah, to have with yourself. It's a it's a really difficult conversation to have. With but, yourself, let alone yours. But I also think that, and this is me outside looking in, right? Like, and there's no disrespect because I'm not married and I have it's a business. Dis- when you say no disrespect, you, yeah, when you say, you say bitch ass nigga. Just call me bitch ass nigga. Like. Nah, nah, nah. But nah, like, nah. I'm, okay, I'll, go ahead, I'll restate dude. a few, but I'll say bitch ass nigga first. <laughs> there comes a point where you gotta check your your family as a unit and say, all right, what the fuck are we doing? You can't be afraid to speak your truth because, all right. You Add bitch ass thing to that. Yeah, yeah, you bitch. Like, <laughs> and but I don't know, I don't know what this like. Go check your wife, but he ain't want to say that. No, no, no. I think go check yourselves as a unit. What are y'all about, right? Like, yeah, if yeah, you yeah. can't have that transparency to say, you know what, babe, I want to do this. No, B, you're misinterpreting. I don't want. I don't want to have the conversation now. I don't want to. I know she'll support me going into it. It's I that first L. It's the L conversation Got you. I don't want to have. It's that Got first you. time you like. Kids, do we really got to do swim class? But but here's the thing: what 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 happens at that initial conversation of like, all right, we going into this, and like, this is what might happen. Like, are you ready for that? And if y'all agree to that, then okay, cool. And she still might get mad when it comes up, right? But like, at least you told her in the first place. Yo, Thomas shaking his. <laughs> Sounds mad like this sounds so and, like, and, and listeners just know I'm a supreme like, right. I'm a supreme optimist, right? So like Brian sounds so inexperienced. Right? Yo, yo, you I'm sound, a be that. Wow, you, I'm a be you, that. You just skipping past lunch and dinner and like just, <laughs> yo, we talking about like every day the side eye. That's like Tur- did you turkey, make any bacon, money egg, today, and cheese. Fam, do you know you will not be able to sleep at night knowing the energy coming off your spouse is wild? I said that, and I said I don't know disrespect, oh, but I don't know what the fuck I'm talking. About. That's what I do because I've been through it. Yeah. I've been through like waking up knowing like I ain't make no money in two weeks. This is wild. Yeah, yeah. It, that's that's the conversation I'm not interested in. But it's a hell of a one. But why I walk <laughs> away from the conversation? Is it because you can't sleep? Is it because like you know there's a solution out? You know that there's nah, a light at the end of the tunnel. Out. You know there's a possible solution out there. Nah, fuck that. You know that there's a solution because he's that real ass nigga. Like that's the part that I'm trying to. We f- not that real, B. We trying to tell you that. <laughs> yeah. Yes, we are. Yes, no, we we're are. Not. We're not. That's what we're trying. To, that's exactly the point. Ashley's not that real. Neither is Chad. Neither is Thomas. Not anymore. We used yeah. to be that real. Not yeah. that real no more. We don't even have conversations with our wives. Like, no. I mean, but like that's the part that I'm like, I Maybe struggle you're with. you're real, B. <laughs> Whatever. Yo. <laughs> nah, but I struggle and that's the part of like exercising the privilege. You know what I'm saying? And exercising the shit that we probably don't even think we could do, but it's possible. You know I what it is? I gravitate to one of like you know what it is? teams. You know what it is? I work so hard to get to where I am professionally, right? That if I were to fail... I don't know if I'd be able to if I'd be given the opportunity to get back to this yes, point. You would. I don't know. I'm a 
Can I? I mean, I, I hate pulling this card now. I feel because I feel like I've been pulling it a lot lately, which I, I'm trying to relax on. But I'm a black man, you know, like. Okay. Or, stop pulling that card. I should get corny. Yo. I, I I pull. I used to, yeah, I get it though. It, I get it. it. Yeah, you get right. It gets yeah. old. It gets it old. old. It gets yeah. old. It feels old, but it's like. But there's a there's a certain reality to it that I, I just can't avoid. It just it's true. It manifests you know? in different ways. You know what? Dude, you, you said so something recently B, that made me feel like it's not true. Because we have friends and family that don't even acknowledge that that's like a thing. They just go along their lives just being a human being. What do they do for a living? I mean, you brought up a, a dude at the last show, and you were like, he's never felt like a black man. He just felt like a worker. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to chuckle. <laughs> oh, nah, like, you said this on a, you can, we can pull up the tape. Yeah. yeah. But like, that should, maybe, again, a lot of times, maybe we're just like, you think making we're making this shit up in our heads. Nah, yeah, I yeah. was going to say, do you think we're a little in our feelings? I think we are traumatized. I think we are conditioned. I think that there's a whole ass system that has been in fucking rotation to keep us where we're supposed to be at. I think you touched on the key word, traumatized. Yeah. We're Believe all... Me, <laughs> dipping out on me. Yeah. Oh, so... Jaded. <laughs> Jaded. This too. Scorpion. It's Get crazy. It. Go listen to it. I don't want to hurt nobody. But yeah, I think that that's also something that like you talk about, you know, mental health and like being traumatized in terms of this, you know, this work first force and... Um, all the other things that's going on, like, yeah, we're traumatized. Traumatized, like, because you've been there before and you're probably going to be there again and, like, you just don't want to see it again. Like, I don't want to hear this statement from another person all over again. I don't want to have someone to say, oh, that email that I had to dig through, like, <laughs> ever again. Like, oh, dig through these nuts, yo. Oh, my God. Never. So, listen, as context. Um, there's... You know, an example where someone said an email um, with a lot of thorough uh, points that apparently the recipient thought that they had to dig through this email to get the full context and understanding of why this person was sending the email instead of a fucking Slack message. Or... Because thorough is not a good thing. Brevity is the soul of wit. That's Shakespeare, by the way. <laughs> Fuck <laughs> Talk about it. <laughs> Don't at me. <laughs> Yo, it's just, I think trauma is what really holds us back back as a community no i think it's just being bitch ass niggas nah, it's trauma. <laughs> nah. I, I agree with you on that chat you know i think uh, that's that's at the soul of it i think i think we've just become soft i really i really mean that though like I, i'm not making a joke when i say that i think that we've because we've been afforded all these privileges mm. we've just become soft like we've just become you know, it's a, my co-workers call me sensitive this week Ooh, but now nah, you a sensitive ass thing you, nah, you are, are sensitive you are yeah. Yeah. As long as you know that I don't cool. deny that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think that's a that's a a good trait that I I've, think it is that I've developed. Yeah, no, nah, because it's, it's, yeah. if you've known me for some time, you should appreciate the sensitive yeah. side. You have e- you have emotional <laughs> intelligence, Chad. Now, you I actually, will say you that. actually give a fuck, which is rare of a lot of folks that are yeah. like even trying to be successful. They don't give a fuck. It's yeah. a relentless thing. You care. Like yeah. When about I, your friends, your family, and your clients, and I think that's admirable. When I, yeah, because if you don't want to see 
the, the person who doesn't give a fuck. Mm-mm. I see that. I see him too. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. If you've known me long enough, you, <laughs> as soon as you see him, you don't see him. <laughs> exactly. If you've known me long enough, you appreciate the sensitive side. But if you don't know that side, right, well, get off your shit. Though. Who cares? You know. So like, what kind of sensitive are we talking? We talking Carl Thomas? We talking Carl oh. Thomas sensitive? We talking <laughs> like we talking no, Summer I Rain? Think, I think it's <laughs> that's my that's my shit. Yeah. Um, I think it's to Thomas's point. You know, like I care. You know, like yeah. I, I truly care about. I care about societal things, right? Like I care about people. You know what I'm saying? And so when I see, <laughs> I'm serious. Like when I see certain things, it's like, why? Like why? You know? Yeah. Like it's so funny. I got some friends. Um, I have one friend in particular. Like he's going through a transition in, in his career, and he's he's looking. And I told him, I was like, "Yo, why not hit me up, and I can help you with your resume." I'm never yeah. gonna say no. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like you have. There a, was a point in your life where you would have said no, because <laughs> that's why that's why someone would say would not ask you. Yeah, but if you know who I am today, you, that wouldn't even be a question. Right? Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. I'm yeah. just, so, I'm yeah, just yeah. shut the fuck up. So, you thought I was shady, though. <laughs> being honest, you know, Look at you, emotional. <laughs> right. I'm emotional. <laughs> and I said, "Yo, you you have a family. There's never going to be a point where I'm I'm going to tell you no if it's going to help you get some money. You know what I'm saying? Like I've done this for multiple friends." That have asked for like career support. You know, like I'm always gonna be there to help you. Listeners, remember this. I'm gonna stop you. I didn't mean to cut you off. If you do need consulting <laughs> on career advice for a fee, talk to Chad Bennett. Yeah, a fee, fam. <laughs> why, why do you guys say it like that? Why? Do, who works for free? My friends, I've helped for free. Okay. I have, I'm, and I'm not afraid to say that, and I'm fine with that. It's no shame, no shots. Charge me. I charged you. Yeah. When did I? Yo, when have I charged you? That's a good question, yo. You haven't. Yeah. Shut but the fuck like, up. No, but no, no. To, to, to your point, though, I think I'd pay you. I wouldn't have an expectation of like getting anything for free from you. Yeah. But or you, Brian, for that matter. Like, yeah. like Takiya need a headshot. Like, I'm not gonna be like, yo, yo, can you pull up with a camera for him? Like, I'm not gonna disrespect like that. Like, yeah. You know. So I say all that Shout to say. To kill a mic again. Yeah, where <laughs> I say all that to say, like I, I, I care about people and their well being. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I'm not saying that that wasn't me before, but I felt like because now I have a extra, I'm hypersensitive to it, right? If there's a connection between you and I, like, yeah, I am a little sensitive in terms you know, of how how I interact with people. So when people come at me crazy, yeah, I am a little sensitive to it. That's just who I who I've become. I don't think anything's wrong with that. I really don't. On on the surface, at least. Now, the way that interaction may occur could be ter- terrible, but that's up to you. I also think you need to use that in in your favor. I mean, I feel like the not giving a fuck and the insensitive piece is what helps a lot of intra- entrepreneurs get to that place. Like, mm-hmm. I'll I'll use Steve Jobs as an example, who's a fucking dickhead who don't give a fuck about nobody, but knows that his vision is gonna work. You know, right? Like that insensitive nature helped him get to a place. So I think there's something that you got to control. But that sensitivity is is very important. Chat, uh, Chad. Brian, you ever read the blog that me and Chad wrote back in 2010? <laughs> I, I've it's so been so long ago, but all, probably... all champions are assholes. Nah. Think oh I'll... yeah, I have, and this is around Dame. This is did y'all talk about Dame on we this? We talked one? about Kobe Bryant, yeah. Michael Jordan, Mike Tyson, Tiger Woods. <laughs> like <laughs> Tiger think about that, right? Tiger, like yeah. the, the the relentless fire to be the best. 
can sometimes be taken as you're an asshole, but you're yeah. an asshole about success. Yeah. yeah. Can I ask you a question? Do you both feel like you have the ability to be an asshole in your current workplace? No. I'll say right away, no. So Absolutely not. So if you know that the greats were assholes, that means you're not afforded the ability to be great. Probably are. I'm just just a bitch ass nigga. Yeah. Like <laughs> just word. Honestly, facts. like that's really what All it is. Facts. Like, yo, it, it it baffles me. Like I'm from the fucking hood. Like, but and I always was so big on like I dealt with this shit. I could deal with a stupid ass office, but then I get in the office and I become like this little hermit. Like <laughs> this should be real corny. And I really yeah. don't understand I feel it. like a a real sucker at work. I, yo, I walk out like a sucker. Yeah. I do. I agree. I have my moments too where I feel like, yeah. Like I'm sitting on the train, like I could have said that. I yeah. Or I could have done that. Oh or, nah. I sit I sit on the train bus like, yo, this is the streets. That nigga would have never told me like that. <laughs> All the time. I always say that shit. <laughs> yo, you know it's so funny when I go home and I tell Danny about shit at work, she'd be like, Well, and and I'm like talking through what I could have said. She goes, Well, why didn't you say that? Yeah. <laughs> hey yo, those are the conversations I hate. <laughs> Yo. And not because she's calling you out because you fucking didn't see it when you saw. Because I ain't really, I ain't really, I ain't really talking to you for an answer. I'm right, really talking to you just so you can hear the shit. Can I vent? Yeah, like, can I vent for I, a little bit? Can, talk to, to can I tell like you that? how my day was? <laughs> nah, let me stop. Grinds my gears. <laughs> She's like, you should have just said that. And I'm like, nah, you don't understand. I'm not looking for feedback right now, boo. (laughs) Just listen. I told myself that, like, I can, you know, I've mastered effective communication so I can, like, take a step back and figure out the best way to say this so that you can understand it so that we both win. But, like, I ain't really that guy. Like, I really, like, I know the right thing to do, but, like, I'm really not, I'm not that guy. I'm not. You know what's so funny? When I, so when I first started, my manager was like, you know, I, I realized that like you 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 internalize things. Like you you think about what you're going to say. How does he or she know all that? Like she said, his face. That's why she's like you. It's a, you're thinking about things before you actually say them. And yeah. I'm like, yeah, fam, <laughs> yeah, uh, because yeah. that's what we're supposed to do, quote unquote, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like. You don't, you don't want the the blur out. You don't want the real shit. You don't want that real cocaina. You should have responded like, yeah. So, do you know Kanye West? Right. right. That's the alternative. Right. right. That's and then you're going to look at me like that, right? How, sweet. Right. Right. That's funny. Yeah. So, that's, that's interesting. But at some point, I, I need to go down that. We all, I feel like, should go down this road of, like, entrepreneurship. You know what I'm saying? I think like, we already that's... are. I think we yeah. are right now. Like... Halfway, though. Right? Like, we're sitting in this room halfway, though. What do they call this? A, a um, There's another word they give people that work jobs and run businesses at the same time. Hustlers. niggas? Nah. Hustlers? It's, it's a... Um, I forget. It's not like an intrapreneur, but it's like a... I forgot what the term. Mm. But there's a new term for those that, like, oh. juggle both. Hmm. So, how can y'all help me? Yeah, nah, what's the I th- first step? I think I think the answer that I've like come up with is to take on a little less risk by doing things as a team. Like that's that's my answer takes, to it for myself. Like takes I, a village. I ain't doing this by myself. The next shit I I want to run, I want to run with y'all because like yeah. I'm I don't have the. No, you do, but at the end of the day, you still need an army, right? I don't you have s- the bandwidth. You still Chad need an army. Bandwidth. Yeah, you 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 
definitely don't have the bandwidth. No, no, I don't. But I mean, I'd I think rather us fail together. Me too, because then we could take. You know that ten k loss is now thirty three, thirty three, thirty three. That's great. That's cute. That's cute. For real, that's like, cute. I I rather you know take a loss as a team, but I I really mean but I that. Know. Yeah, but it's like getting on the same page is a struggle, though. <laughs> it is because everybody got their own unique yeah. responsibilities. It's tough. This but what's the alternative? The alternative is like really being regular. <laughs> There's no way. There's no way I could ask. Yo, honestly, <laughs> yo, there's no way I could go to Danny today and be like, yo, let's just quit our jobs and then start our own shit. There's no way. I could do that. I think there's kid. a way. I think there's, there's no a way. way. But no, you no. got to start now. And so let's get to this. Like, what's the first step? Because like. <laughs> he just said no way. I want to ask what the first step is. <laughs> but here's the thing. Like today. Right. But like tomorrow, quote unquote, if you start to build and get to that place, like. You got to start. What are you going to do? You can't just wake up and be like, nah, fuck this. We doing something different. That's the only way to do it, though, right? <laughs> I you think you can take like, steps. I'm going to write a business plan. I'm going to put together SWOT analysis. <laughs> Yo, Let me work don't at me, son. <laughs> <laughs> you can't be like, let me put together this business model canvas, and I'm going to figure this out. I'm going to make a deck for myself. So what are you going to do then? <laughs> at the end of the day, you... Brian, there's an answer. It's do it. Yeah. That's the only answer, right or wrong. Yes. The only answer is to get the first client. Really, that's really what it's about. That's it. Yes. Everything else is it's it's like okay, and you can do that while you're working, and then once you get that first client, then I feel like it's time. But you got to get that first client first. Yeah. But, but leaving that office is so stressful mentally that you don't. You're like you know what tomorrow. Right. We tomorrow. just had a conversation about not even wanting to get on the fucking train. Yeah. You realize we said, we both said that we'd rather stay in hell. Then leave hell because, like, leaving hell, you got to think about hell. Right. <laughs> I'd rather stay in hell than think about it. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, we Let me feel, not call it hell, but you know what I mean. We feel, I feel different <laughs> on that. Well, well, come on, speak your mind, brother. I, I mean, for me, it's an energy, it's a vibe, it's, a, it's knowledge, right? Like, I know this commute every day might wear and tear on me maybe in year two, three, five, whatever it is, but right now I don't feel it. So mm-hmm. when I hear y'all talk about it, like, I don't ever want to get to that place, right? But did you work um, full time when you were in Atlanta? Like, yeah, corporate. Yeah, I worked full time for a while, so it was different. I mean, obviously that thirty minute drive, that forty minute drive, or whatever. It's different. It's, it's, no, different. it's different. But like, there's a knowledge for me. It, it feeds me, right? Like, if I know that I can take whatever I'm learning now and transition that over to Plan B then I'm good. Like, I don't even think about it because I can find whatever it is that I'm learning. If I'm wasting time, then yeah, like I get it, right? But I feel like there's always something to learn that you can transition into plan B. Eventually. Uh, 100%, 150% actually. And so that's how, and maybe this is like the the optimist, supreme optimist that, that I, I see. I'm like, okay, I can learn whatever I'm learning or I could take and absorb and transition that to plan B. And when it comes time, then I'm going to use it Period. So that's why it doesn't upset me. That's why it feels like I'm walking into fucking my office, you know, because at the end of the day, like I'm done. You know, like if I have to, I can take that knowledge that I have and transition it to plan B. So maybe that's why it doesn't bother me. That just keeps me going there every day. It doesn't yeah. make me not upset like when I'm upset. Yeah. Listen, and it's the funny thing, right? Like I like my job. Yeah. I, you know, I, I just... It's the social part of 
that environment. And I'm, I'm wondering if, it, if it's me just, you know, being a single dude who, you know, like, yeah, I, I got so. family, I got friends. And, I think it is. And <laughs> I think it's 180%. You know what it is? When you get to a point B, because I know you want to start a family. When you get to a point where you want to spend time with your, your loved ones, especially a significant other, there are, there are, there are things that you're going to have to sacrifice in order to make that happen. Mm-hmm. And there's also a time where, like, you want to sacrifice, but, like, she can't sacrifice. Mm-hmm. So then there's never really time. Like, this time that you're supposed to make is, like, Sunday morning and Friday night. <laughs> and your, your, your tolerance for certain things will go down. Because you'd rather be with your loved ones. Got it. I and, could totally agree with and that. And so your like, tolerance, you mean tolerance in terms of like anything that's stupid. Anything. <laughs> and, yo, no, and seriously, B, I'm See, I, say anything. Why would I want to be when I could be playing with my daughter? It's yeah. like a thing that I'm sure goes through your mind all the time. Yeah. Yo, for example, I was at a really toxic place. Mm. I, like, I was taking that home with me. And it, it bled it bled into the household. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And you start to realize that that is not healthy for you or anyone in the circumference of you. Mm. I'm I'm really happy that you can reflect on things like that. That's like, big. Yeah, that's huge that you can even see that in yourself. That's major. You know, and so yeah, you, 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 your tolerance for the bullshit that you deal with at work becomes so low because it's not worth bringing that toxic energy into your household. And the fact that you spoke on it, realized it, and you were self-aware, like, that's major. Because a lot of people it don't only, even realize He can only see that. For, tell me if I'm wrong. You can only see that when you're past that stage. When you're going through it, it's impossible to, like, see it, right or wrong. But even, yeah, the first time, right? But even when you deal with certain issues today, like, present, you catch yourself yeah. because you've... You've already had that traumatic experience. Mm. Not going through that again. You're not going through it again. So you Meanwhile, learn. you're also hedging against that being a possibility of happening again. So you're right. balancing like not wanting to be that person, right? Not wanting to get to a place where I could possibly be that person, and then like a whole bunch of things that just don't lead down that that nasty yeah. place. Yeah. So it's a it's a really it's a really um <clears throat> it's a really tough spot to be in because. You're trying to prove yourself at home that you're being a better person in this same environment that you hmm. were in before, but also trying to prove yourself that you know how to handle it at at the office as well. That makes any sense. I'm thinking about being single and saying to myself, like, when something was whack, I would just go party it off, yep. go to the bar, I might go have a drink in the house. I would be in my own shit, but the reality is I got to come home and still be like, I don't want to say working, but you gotta be present. I got to be smiling. I got to be happy. I got to make sure that I don't affect her energy. Like, yeah. that's just yeah. selfish. Like, you had a shitty day, but she had a great day. Yeah. So yeah. Shit. I think it's got me scared. You no, got to listen. Afraid, but you, it, it's helpful, actually. I, I need this. Sometimes, I need like, yo, this. you become like a mini hater. Yeah, I need to. <laughs> I think you're, Chad. I think you're a hater in general. Nah, nah, I, nah, nah. I, I'll give you another another hater thing that that happens. Like you had a shitty day and she had a shitty day, but now we gotta like we gotta manage who day was shittier. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Always her shittier day. Yeah. Like your day could never be shittier. Like. Yeah. Oh gosh. Nah, but B, 
You will understand this. <laughs> when you have a shitty day and her day was phenomenal, you got to sit there and listen to the <laughs> great day. And you didn't even get a chance to dive into your shitty day yet. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. Because I'm laughing at the anger. My nigga, like, I, I got angry a little bit just now. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yo, I got like, angry. Yo, you Damn. sit there, you like, yo, is you finished or are you done? I mean, but what? at what point do you, uh, is it, do you get out of your own feelings and transition to, like, my baby's happy? Never? Oh, yeah, you do. You, you. <laughs> Clearly, Thomas <laughs> Drake side, Drake side, dumpy side. Yo, nah, clearly, it, Thomas got, doesn't. Nah, because we all got different tolerances for bullshit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When well, you been through some bullshit, you, <laughs> you don't want to hear nobody bullshit for real. For real. but you got to like, oh, oh, that's really bad. Yeah. Oh wow. Yo, trust me, son. It will be a time where you discussing <laughs> your struggles from nine I'm to so five. Scared. Nah, I remember recently this happened. We went to Wine Week. You know, Wine Week is like literally unlimited wine, big steaks, bunch of seafood. It's just like a lit time. But she's stressing out with the with her with her job. I'm posting pictures, of lobsters, <laughs> and wines. Mind you, Thomas never posts pictures ever. ever. Like, right? <laughs> it's lit. Then I gotta come home like <sighs> this chick. XYZ talking crazy. <laughs> Sent me this email. Why emails all in capital letters today? Energy all off. Yeah, and you gotta like suppress this dope day I just had. Like, oh, it's crazy. I had a 72 ounce ribeye. It was wild. Never 72 ounce. That's too big. Yo. I was trying not to say pause this whole joint, but hey yo. Oh man. But yeah. Um Yo, Chad, your jeans is cool today, by the way. Too. Thank you, man. What are those nah, American I, I, nah, I respect that. Did you rip those yourself? Or nah? <laughs> <laughs> try, to, try to hit it with the American. Oh, you a young boy. You got the American Eagles on? I don't even, <laughs> I don't even know. I'm, I'm trying to cuff my jeans like Beto. Yeah, nah, my cuff game's My cuff game's strong. Cuff game's strong. What is that? Athletica or something like that? I don't know. This is fly, son. What is it? One of those H&M? Nah, don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. One step, really, one step up, Uniqlo. One step up. And that's the freedom we always talk about. Like, ain't it great we can look at each other's socks in the studio rather than having to, like, look at that weird old dude. What's what's the dude ain't like at the other Caleb. I'm going to add him. Caleb. Add him. It's way better than looking at Caleb. I don't give a fiddle-duck. Caleb. Because I didn't even feel the energy. Like, listen, listeners, one time we went in to record. Right. on his shit today. I'm on my shit. Like, we went in to record and, you know, we went to another studio previously where we'd have blocks of time and... Um, apparently, this <laughs> one engineer. Time. Guess what? This should be three hours. I wanted to. This engineer <laughs> was telling them, is them Chad and Thomas, that we had to stop on the dot at whatever that time was, six o'clock. We started stop at five. That sounds crazy. Yeah, but don't. Be he was giving them attitude. You got an hour of creativity available to yourself. So I walked in and. I've seen Thomas face screwed up. I see Chad ready to walk out (laughs) and I see engineer Caleb over there sitting there playing on his phone. Like it's all good, you know? And I didn't catch the energy. So I address Caleb like, what's up Caleb? Like he's the homie, you know what I'm saying? And they don't say shit. They just angry. But what I realized is that he was giving them smoke. He was, Caleb was giving Chad and Thomas a lot of attitude about when or when they couldn't finish knowing that there was no consequence to them to us recording a little bit later 15 5 right. minutes later shout out to Perkins Barnes too yeah so yeah. um what we realized in that very moment and Chad obviously 
kind of like spurred this on from the beginning was like, look, we got to get out here and do our own shit. Yeah, we got to get our equipment. <laughs> nah, but like it's it, like I didn't see it before he did. It, obviously, he saw something that I didn't see, but like he for that very reason. He can't go home and tell his wife that he want to quit his job. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, yeah, where's that? Keep that, hey, same, that energy. same energy. Shout out to Tiana Taylor. Yo, yo. that was low risk for us, yo. <laughs> <laughs> keep that same energy. Keep that same energy. That was low risk. Or a little monthly. But I mean, to that, to that, to that statement is that Chad has that energy in him, but it's only a matter of time before it comes out. Absolutely, it's Thank only you, a matter of yeah. time. So, like, what you waiting on, bro? <sighs> Maybe. Nah, ask yourself. Don't ask him. Ask yourself. Yeah, what are you, you waiting right. for? I don't know. You're right. Because I got this blicky. I got this camera. You <laughs> got this blicky. Got this blicky. <laughs> How at the shooter? Yeah, I got this camera. I got this blicky. And you know what? You're right. Like, I, I am scared. I'm scared to let go of that two-week check. Yeah. I'm scared to, you know, not be able to provide for my, my mom and my dad who are getting older. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm not. That two-week check is just one shoot. Yeah, it's just one you shoot. Tell me every thirty, every fifteen days, you can't figure out one shoot. I can do that, right? right and so, so what like, talking about B? nothing. We not talking about when shit. We, when we write your resignation, we I'll do t- it <laughs> <laughs> we're talking about conditioning. We're talking about trauma. We're talking about shit that we all got to get through, right? But as a support system, we need that, right? Tell me that I'm bullshitting. Tell me that I'm over here being a sucker ass nigga. You know what I'm saying? Jose <laughs> tell me that shit all the time. He's like, just jump, and I'd be like, I don't even like heights. <laughs> <laughs> is there water is there a pool do i have swim trunks like, he's like, he's like you're, the, you're the most polished out of all of us bro you need to just jump i'll be like <laughs> and it's funny because like you look at and this is no disrespect yo, to I'm jose or anybody like jose that saying you just jump yo i don't understand why <laughs> you just understand. jump just but you see people with a lot less and a lot you know fewer coins or knowledge doing way more than you would be doing, you know, as an entrepreneur. I don't even want to add some, but... Don't, yeah, don't add them, but like... I'm thinking about somebody right now, like, you're dumb as a fucking doornail. Right, and, and you, you look at you, like... <laughs> and he's out here, or she's out here doing the thing, so like, yeah. at some point, we gotta check ourselves and say, you know what, fuck it, like, get we gotta jump. We're privileged high horse and get dirty and get to get to this bag. Yeah. I don't know, man. I feel like we had a, a nice little talk. <laughs> we could, We'll get there. You think so? Thomas, you going to have that conversation with wifey? <laughs> nah, nah, nah. I'm doing a lot of learning like Brian is. <laughs> doing a lot of learning right got, now. I mean, before we got on, you said you had a lot of reflection. Nah, I do. A lot of things to reflect on. Like? Not not, not getting into that with you right now, but... He over here pushing buttons. Nah, I had a lot of reflecting on myself. Yeah. On, um... This is bad personal. We can talk about it, though. All right. We here. Nah, I did a lot of reflecting on that on that trip into to La La Land, mm-hmm. and a lot of it's like I had to level up my responsibility level, yo. In terms of what? Like I have to care less about things that are that are vain. I have to care less about like I gotta put down childish things in general. Like, what do you, yeah, to unpack that for the me. streets are a little childish, and I don't mean that from like a gangster place. I mean like. Going out to random clubs and bars for no reason. Not like I do it a lot now, but like I need to completely like get rid of that as a um, as a desire. Like just them days is over. Like for real, for real. Like we, we talk about this all the time. We were traveling once a month for no ass reason. Like I just want to level up on 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 a on an adult level. Put down this thing that I've always coined as a um, romantic fantasy and and live in reality a little bit more. Yeah. What is, what is reality? Reality is, I don't know. 
I and really don't know. That, that, honestly, that that that's a thing I think we struggle with as a community. Yeah, is under, understanding true reality versus like the fantasy that our culture like creates is what's realistic. <clears throat> right. You know what I mean? I don't think that's a Thomas problem. I think that's like a our culture yeah. or yeah. Um, American standards, right? Like, what is happiness, right? Like, we see this every day. And being that we're in New York, fucking city, right? The the most, I would say, entrepreneurial, you know, materialistic, but also gritty, fucking go getting city in the world, right? Like, right. we're conditioned to be a certain type of way, being that we live in this area. So, like, what does that even mean as far as reality, like? Yeah, I like to be on fucking Park Ave, overlooking fucking Central Park. That shit depresses me, bro. As my first or second, you know, property, right. and then I have another one in L.A. Like, yeah, I want that. I got a homeboy with a townhouse on Twenty Third Street. Shit. <laughs> Family owns movie theaters. Shit. <laughs> Driving. Yo, it's so. It, as as you were talking, I'm sitting here and I'm like, New York has conditioned us to all feel like if you make it here, you can make it anywhere. But people are failing here. Insane. They're not failing here. It's relative. It's relative. They're not failing here. Yeah. They are barely. I think yeah, you're it. right. That's the wrong word. I think people are. I don't want to use the word fail, but there's another word. Like people are not. People are not living the American dream. Here, they're not buying property here. Our our friends and family. They're not. It's it's not. What's the American dream though? No, nah, no. Nah, I I like to say what's the African American dream because like I don't really have that. Bong bong. American dream. What's the African American? What is that? No. What is the African American dream? I think it's for me. It's the setup. It's not about the. It's not about the. Uh, the end game at all. It's the setup for the next generation all the time. Yeah. And and some of us, me included, have had a setup. Before your setup, but I think it's 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 the, it's the next level of the setup at this point. I I want to ask the listeners to think on that and get back to us. No, nah, I want to know how you feel about that though. Don't like just pawn it off. Chad <laughs> <laughs> be doing that every, at the end of every episode. He'd be like, "Yo, yeah." So Thomas, what, what's what's your wrap up? <laughs> so he could think. No, nah, what's the what's what's, what's your African American dream? I think it's what we talked about the the last episode. That that's. That sacrifice, that not being selfish. And let me actually agree with you on that, although I disagree with you on the last mm-hmm. episode. <laughs> I was adamant about about what I was saying and, and, and thinking that like I'm all about my family and my friends and, and like creating for us. More my family than my friends. But I, I, I definitely think that we got to be a little bit uh, less selfish and just give for the community. Yeah, know? I mean... For me, it's it's being able to provide for the next generation because we don't have it figured out, my nigga. Like, right. we are to Chad's far point, from Sometimes it. that that means that you're sacrificing even your family's wealth to make sure that the community's wealth is larger than the family's wealth. But like you That's see, a tough nut to crack. Yeah, yeah, but it's yeah, real. Yeah, and I think the community is more important for me because, like you see these other organizations, you see the Jewish community out here in many places, real estate, movies, other things, and they're thriving as a community, right? right? Like, community is important for me more than self because at the end of the day, like, that helps us all, right? Like, that gets us to that place, but it's so hard to get out of that mindset when you know, motherfucker, if you stop thinking about the community, then that's less money in your pocket. That's less money in your daughter's mouth. That's less money in your, you know, like, in your wife's pocket. So, like, it's a hard line for me that's like what i struggle with is like all right if i fucking give to charity and do all this other shit like where's my family then right yeah 
I think I don't know. I think about like um, like Martin Luther King Jr. Okay, right? Like he sacrificed. He sacrificed a lot for his family. Okay. And I think to this day we make sure his children are good. Yeah. What he, about Malcolm X though? Nah, you pushed it with that one. But, but you said that we make sure his family is good. We make sure his family's yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. Okay. okay. As a community. We, yeah, we do. Yeah. As yeah. a community. Yeah. And that's and I think that's the point yeah. that I was getting at. Like Yeah. He could have just like Martin could have just like did his thing and focused Martin on Martin did do his thing in these streets. He though. did his thing, yeah. but I'm talking about like <laughs> Martin without <laughs> shit. <laughs> Sorry, Coretta. Gang gang. <laughs> selfishly, he could have just, you know, did a lot of things selfishly. Yeah. You know, but he he, he made a much bigger sacrifice. For us as people, that now we look at his his family, his children, and we make sure they're good. And with as, all as, of as our a community, pri- my fault. With all of our privilege, I think we forget that. I think that we think we're past that, and we're so not past that. <laughs> Me included, we're no, nowhere near. Past we're not. That. We got ways to go. Man. And I think that's the mindset that we should have: is that as a community, we need to make sure we're all good. Mm-hmm. Yo, and that's how it really is, though. I, I made that like comment to my barber a couple years ago. Like, I grew up in a community where we all love each other. We all make sure everybody's straight. If I got a dollar, we all get quarter waters. You know what I mean? Like, that's just how I grew up. But as I learned and like grew up, not grew up, but grew to like network with these different kind of black folk that wasn't from like the, the hood. It wasn't really like that. It was a lot more of a selfish kind of like pompous like attitude that. I think even I have taken on a little bit of myself. Like, yeah, I think that once we got out of that, once we got that first breath of fresh air, I think that niggas was like, I ain't going back to that bullshit again. Right, like I can breathe now. Yeah, I'm not trying to give that up. I'm definitely guilty of that. Like, and I'm not even scared to even say that shit out loud. Like, I'm definitely guilty of that. Every day I gotta catch myself. Like, hold up, nigga, you still you. Like, stop, don't get gassed. You know what I mean? Right. Damn. Well, B, I lost focus for a little bit. <laughs> I started daydreaming. Nah, this was a good episode, yo. Oh, we ended on that. I thought oh, we was going to dig into B's overprivileged. Nah, nah, let's dig. Let's dig. Nah, <laughs> oh, nah, we, we, oh, we, oh, we let's not. Dig. Oh, okay. Nah, we free. Nah, we, oh, ain't we got free. It, it ain't oh, no hour. Caleb, Caleb not throwing up the five? Nah, he not. <laughs> I forgot about the five. Caleb. Oh, my God. Yo, um, Caleb was like that dude at work. Like, you wouldn't say this shit to me on my block. Right. Yeah. This shit is over. <laughs> giving you the fucking yeah, neck sign. Me the, you got to go, bro. So you're not yeah. my fucking bro, bro. Nah. Um, <laughs> I mean, my privilege, I think it's I it's me meet a man. Me you take it a, for granted ever? Yeah, all the time. Because I, I just move, right? Like, yeah. you you go through these spaces where you're sitting in boardrooms or you're talking to CEOs and CMOs where, for example, I see this, you know, woman of color who probably don't even get listened to, you know, because I have whatever this privilege is, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and that I'm pretty sure nine times out of ten that she is way smarter, way more intelligent, you know, and has better things to offer for the company. But just because of my privilege, like, I get listened to and I get that opportunity. You know? I'm very aware of that and I take advantage, but I also take that privilege and try to help. You said you take advantage. I don't take advantage. You take advantage? I, I definitely don't take advantage. I don't take advantage. <clears throat> Fuck, take I advantage. I don't even believe it. Yeah. Be real yeah. With you. Yeah. I got I to gotta, like, hear you remind me for me to like. Yeah. 
Um, it, it's one of those things that I think maybe where I am and where I'm working now has made it ever so present that like you do have this presence. And there's a lot of things that I didn't realize in terms of the workplace that trickle into human life versus professional life. Like you have a professional relationship with someone, but you have, you know, a personal relationship and the things that you do say, how you look, how you smell, any of that is, is still fair game to your privilege. Right. And like, if you don't take advantage of that, and like use that for the greater good, then you're a fucking sucker, you know? What gave you the confidence at your job? Um that new bag they gave you? Not even a new bag. I don't have a new bag, right? <laughs> it, right. I know, right? <laughs> um, I think it's just the the fear of saying like I'll be okay. Wait, so fear gave you confidence. Yeah, like the, I need not to sorry, the lack of fear. I didn't mean to say that. The lack of fear knowing that I'll be okay. Knowing that I can get another I don't job. Call, the lack of fear is, is, is correct in English, but I want to say overcoming fear. Yeah. Overcoming the fear that I will be okay. Yeah. Overcoming the fear that like I can get another job. Like I can speak my mind and I can do these things to help put people on and whatever. Like, but that's only in the professional standpoint. Would you right? say that photography has helped you to be a little less fearful? Yep. That's his plan B. Yeah. That goes back to everything that I was saying in the beginning of the conversation. Yep. That's also what I was saying about I know that I have a talent and a skill that if I don't have nothing going on, that I can make some money for myself. And, like, and that's his photography. That's my whatever it is going to be at that time. But like, don't get me wrong. Like photography is defined, right? Like that's way easier than a lot of the stuff that other people are doing. Right. I feel like it's less complex. It's it's something that, you know, is is God given or whatever you want to call it. Right. Like I know that I have something right but like i still don't I even believe you something great bro i really do i think i appreciate really that like, but like i don't, don't believe don't myself that, like, right could do it yeah i was i'm sitting here listening to you like simplified it, and i was like no nah, and you do that for you do that a lot to be real with you and you actually do it for me and make me feel a little bit more confident about things so that you make them really simple but like i don't want you to like lose value because yeah simple. no i'm not losing value but i also think it, it the value or the the simplification comes from wanting to be great, right? Like there's a level of being mediocre. There's a level of being okay. And like, I think it's also part of that conditioning of like, nigga, we've been taught to be, we have to be the best. You heard that chat? He put okay over mediocre. That's, that's a, that's a real thing. Niggas don't like, do that, right? There's, yeah. there's trash, there's mediocre, there's okay. Right. And then there's great, right? Mediocre like, is right. somebody's goal. Like I want to be great. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's where I would dumb myself down to be like, uh, well, maybe I should work these couple of jobs, you know, in corporate America or startup world just because I'm not great yet. But when I'm great, then you'll know, you know, I ain't gonna lie, be a little bit of startup world will do that for you a little bit because you're, you're forced to be around highly intelligent people when things can close in a year. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, and that's the value of, of joining like a, a not just a startup, but joining a um a startup where money needs to move really, really fast. Yeah, you gotta fuck with smart people, and unless you reevaluate how smart you are, because you're probably smarter than those smart people. Yeah, it's but part you just of don't learn that in corporate. No, you don't. Like and it's, yeah, it's part of the plan B for me. Like I know that I've actively made a transition out of like traditional big, you know, whatever Forbes list companies to get this type of feeling, right? To get this like it's Fortune B, Fortune whatever. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> Fortune five hundred. Thank you. <laughs> It's fucking Woodford Reserve. Let's talk about that. <laughs> but yeah, I've made a conscious effort to get out of that and step away to meet the people who are scrappy, to meet the people who say, I don't give a fuck. I'm going to make do with what people. I... It's a different people and I respect that. And I don't think I can go back. I don't think I can ever go back to that bigger corporate If you ever structure. want to... Well, you sleep at night now. 
do you? Don't don't tell us. No, nah, I really don't. I, I do, but I don't. If you ever want to sleep, then you go back to corporate. Um, but you're also that's at false. like what, that's what, false, by the way. Nah, yeah. in comparison to startup, it's not false. It's no. not. No, 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 no. Don't get that shit twisted. I'm telling you, and I'm gonna tell you why. I can. The same thing. Yeah. It's a it's a completely different beast. I I, I what series know. What's in right now? What series y'all at right now? Um, like yeah, I'm sorry, like DEF. Yeah, yeah, we're we're in DEF. It's like yeah. y'all are mature. Yeah, we're mature. Um, we, we can call ourselves a company. We've been in the game for eight right. years. So, um, but what I will say is that I might not be able to sleep because I know I got this entrepreneur fire in me right like the mm-hmm. corporate space is not good enough and that's why i didn't sleep before because i was like i could do better i know i could do yeah. better and i'm not happy so i wasn't sleeping before and like i just know that i'm just not gonna sleep like <laughs> at the end of the day like stay woke my nigga because like either you fucking toss and turn all night from being in corporate you hit a single man shit i ain't gonna sleep i heard that's some single shit yeah or you fucking stay up all night grinding you know Doing so what you got to do. Single shit. And I know eventually I'm gonna have B, to. Sleep. How many hours? You, how, how, how many hours you put in on your corporate job? Um, well, I would say I do on like average. a traditional eight to nine hours. It's not. I I I will credit where I'm working for great work life balance, because I can get in there at nine between nine and ten and leave between five and six. That's amazing. <laughs> I mean, you you laugh, right? But like, I think nah, I'm laughing because <laughs> Thomas. <laughs> but also, like, people don't like. We had a, it was crazy. We had a great conversation in San Francisco about the uh, work life balance, right? And like how people work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So one of my great friends, shout out to you know AA Ali. Um, not gonna name names out here, but you when just she goes. Did. Nah, that's her last name. Yeah, nobody oh. gonna know. <laughs> that's her maiden name too. So like, nobody's really gonna know. But like, at the end of the day, she gets into work and uh, gets there between nine and ten, most likely ten. Chills out for an hour, gets breakfast, um, talk shit, and at noon maybe she goes to lunch. You know, probably goes to lunch and then comes <sighs> back from lunch right. at one o'clock. And from one to six or one to five, she's a fucking animal. She's a fucking workhorse, right? A machine. And that's how her work life balance works. But like, that's only, you're only productive five, six hours out of the day, that's right? That's a fact. Yeah. That's for everybody. Like, yeah. I don't give a fuck what you say. You at work for eight hours, you're not productive for all of those hours. They say you can only think for two hours at a time. Exactly. So like, for me, that's how I see it. It's just like, even though I have that work balance, it's me about putting my foot down and knowing that like, yeah, not, nah, fuck that. Like, I'm not going to be sitting here looking busy. Like <laughs> looking busy. Like nah. Like <laughs> fuck out of here. Like no. Like I'm gonna fuck shit up. I'm gonna do what I'm supposed to do, and then I'm gonna leave. That's probably why so many so many mistakes happen is because we we work we overworking. Be efficient. Six hours a day. Get it popping. Thomas, I need you to fucking focus. <laughs> I'm listening to all of this bullshit. <laughs> like. <laughs> I'm also the person that'll like drop weights on my chest because I want to try harder because I right. know that I can get to the next level. I'm like, going put three plates on. Yeah. Nigga, want to put three. Nah, B, don't do me like that. I'm, I'm repping that three plates. Dude. Yeah, I know you do. Like but like, when you put that four foot on, I might drop it. Like, I'm also like overly aggressive, so I can't even like act like. I can't act like I like sleeping. I just do it because I feel bad not going to bed because she's in bed. Otherwise, I probably would never sleep. You know what? That's. <laughs> I feel the same. That's why I said he's talking that single shit. I don't want to go to bed. I want to keep working. Let me stay out of this. I'm going to stay out of that. 
No, no, no. But they're no. not asking us to do it. So we is just... there sleep guilt? Like, like, let me understand this. Sleep shaming? Is sleep, sleep shaming? shaming? <laughs> oh my gosh! Like, I need to understand yes. this. Yes, that's a, that's a great way of putting. So, it. like, all right. I don't know about going to sleep. Booski is in bed stuff. by ten o'clock, and you still <laughs> wired. Nine thirty. Okay, cool. All right, shout. <laughs> what up, Danny? Word at ten. All right, so Booski is in bed by nine thirty ten. Yo, Booski. <laughs> I'm single, yo. I don't know what these things. Is. I don't know. They but yeah, Booski is in bed by nine thirty. So then, if you're still wired and you want to get some stuff done, you feel obligated to go to bed before eleven? Yeah, because especially in our situation where by eight thirty, our daughter's in bed. And she's finally like <laughs> you good in her, in her own bed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. It, but like what does that have to do with you still getting up at the same time every morning? No, no, no. So it's like think about it. If you get if you I'm, get home I'm talking single talk. Yeah, if you get home between six and seven. Yep. I'm about to break down my Bus life. Bust us down. My life. Tatiana, bust it down. <laughs> <laughs> you get home between six and seven, most likely closer to seven. By the time you get home, you cook, you have dinner with the family, right? Mm-hmm. In an, at, together, I, ideally. Yeah. Right? One of you is putting the child to bed right. by 8.30, and then you go shower. Okay. Or try to work out. It is now 9.30, 10 o'clock. Somebody, and yeah, the day is over. The night is over. There's Meanwhile, a, Brian's like... I might stay on the couch tonight. Oh my. Those days yo, are so good. Yo, bro. and so think about it. If <laughs> your spouse and nine thirty ten, that's if editing time. Like I'm if, if your spouse is time. in the bed, if your spouse is in the bed by nine thirty, ten o'clock, that is your time as a couple. So either you t- you take that out. Hold on, hold on, hold on, stop. But if y'all bo- I get it. No, and like don't get No, me ask your ask ask your question. That's your time. Ask your question, B. Until, your until Sunday morning again. So I get it. Never mind. I'm going to stop because stop. pillow no, talk. No, like, ask your question. You want to ask a question. If she goes to bed at 930, but she's asleep by 10. She's and, not. Okay. She's in. I know of a couple women out there. They and they have all said this. The bed is their sanctuary. Got it. So they may be in the bed by 930, but they may be reading. The Mel- Michelle Obama book. Got it. Okay, so so that's my fault because Takiya, you I just assume, added you just now. That's a fact. Takiya <laughs> reading Gucci Mane. No. I, I assume that like nine thirty means like I'm closing my eyes no, no, and I'm no. asleep by no, ten. No, no. Nah, that's just a relaxation place. It's like a bubble bath for them. Got it. Yeah. Got it. Got, <laughs> yeah. it, got, it, got yeah. it. Got it. Got it. Yeah. And so by like ten thirty, even if whatever you're doing between that time period, you got like an hour, son. Thirty minutes to an hour. And so it's like you ain't tired. Is it? Is it like subs? Like you ain't tired. Like why don't you come to bed? Nah, but at some point you do feel guilty. Like I ain't sleep with you all week because I've been up all night every day. It's like damn, I don't even like go to bed with my wife. That's kind of mm-hmm, corny. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I respect it because like don't get me wrong. Like I love pillow talk and that time. I like I love it just like everybody even, else. Honestly, it don't even be all that. Like, it's, it's, <laughs> yeah, it, it don't even be, be like good night. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it, it just be a little bit. Honestly, it's just respect. Yeah, it's just respect because I'm you know I want you to. I don't know. Yo. Feel safe. Yeah. You know, like it's 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 time. You know what I'm saying? Like I respect it. Well, I'm learning today because like single boy, you know, gang. Like I don't think about these things, and like you've thought of them, though. No? I oh, probably yeah. have. Yeah, I mean, I've experienced them in, at points in my life. You know? Yeah, like you, you, you really, you really learn to like divvy up your time 
yeah. between like your your daughter or your son, whatever the case may be, and your spouse and you. You know, like I struggle with that daily between like enough sleep to perform at work and and be present. Two enough. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Struggling, <laughs> really struggling. Yo, I'm chilling, man. Come on, you I'm chilling. I'm just trying to catch a vibe. Can like, I catch a vibe? Strong, <laughs> genuine struggling with the mic. Hey, yo, first of all, don't touch my. <laughs> <laughs> nah, you, you you struggle with like time, like enough sleep in order to be like present at work, yeah. and enough energy to go home and be present with your daughter or your son. And enough energy after that to be present for your spouse, and enough energy after that to like your well being, where you gotta, you gotta like get some exercise in. Be present for yourself. Yeah. And then try to run a business. Jeez. Okay. It's like raising another child. I'm gonna sit my ass down. <laughs> I'm gonna sit no, my ass I still down. do it to this day. Like, I'm, gonna sit my ass I'm down. to Chad's point. Like, no, I don't have an offspring. But when I do come home. I go back to work, whether that be reviewing email from my like my corporate job or like working with like freelance clients. Like it'd be hours on hours and hours on end once I get home, and it's like, damn, I should have been in the gym for this two hours. Yeah, but I was tr- I was stuck on my email because if I go to the gym, all I'm gonna do is think about my email anyway. Yeah, yep. yeah. And there's, I, I've been there, even when I was working from home. I would go to the gym for that hour, and I was thinking about the what, whole time. what email was coming through at lunch. And don't let it be like a monotonous exercise, like you know, running that treadmill we were talking about. Mm. That's fucking impossible for me, bro. Because I'm thinking about email the entire time. You're not focused. Damn. I can't focus on it like You're at not. all. Yeah, I haven't. Yo, I haven't gone to the gym. You know what? That's I'm, why I bought I bought the, the spin bike. I'm gonna take a leap. Um, I've been getting a little high, like before workouts, <laughs> and like this sound it might sound crazy, right? Okay, like, B. It might sound crazy, but like hear hear me out for a second. So, and not to the point where I'm like blazed out of my mind, but like there's been a point where like that has helped me focus on the workout, right? Yeah, and so. I didn't realize it. Like I I don't know what it was. I think it was. Sometime after work or whatever, I had a, I can't remember what it was, but like I had a, a pen on me or something on me and I took advantage. But uh, you said took advantage? Yeah, took advantage <laughs> of my privilege and went straight to the gym. And mind you, like I was focused on everything that had to do with the gym. I was on the treadmill. I was zoned in. Is this your answer to life? Yeah. Is this your life hack? No, that's not my answer. But that's not my answer. I'm looking at be like, bro, that that whole shit. Single life. Yes. Single son. life. That's ill. Single life. And so like <sighs> I take that privilege right now to get my workouts for an hour at a time and focus on these motherfucking shoulder shrugs <laughs> while shoulder I can. Shrugs. And then go back home and do whatever I have to do. That's why I'm a cornball. We taking classes because it's the only thing that keeps me like, yeah, distracted. That's why, you know, all right, I'm that corny. I'm that gangster. I got a Peloton. All right, I bought a Peloton. See, this nigga want to flex. He could have just left it alone. But he want to look good. He want to look good out here. Talk about a Peloton. (laughs) Fuck out of here. What is this privilege you're talking about, Brian? I just have a Peloton. (laughs) Yo, nah, but I the reason why I purchased it because I have a hard time like getting out to go to the gym. It was like I was sacrificing something. It was like, yo, I could get in the house, leave my family, and go to the gym. Two gyms in my building. (laughs) Or 
yo, I can invite my daughter never go into the so same bad. room as a bike, and she could be on her iPad, and I can I can spin. And although we're we're not having a direct conversation, we're in the same space as one another. It's just energy, like and, yeah, yeah. She she knows I'm there. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, like. That was worth me spending the money. You see, you don't lay those. You didn't lay those facts down. Like that's big. That's major. That is, yo, funny thing is, I got it. When you, I'm like, all right, cool. This is. I didn't. Because we really spend, let's say, six hours sleeping, twelve to thirteen hours Out. working for someone else. We don't give our families as much attention as we give our jobs. That's yeah. that's like son. I think about that all really so sad. the time. And I then it's not even just our immediate families, right? Like like you know, your mom and dad are like, you know, in your hometown. My mom and dad are up the block from me essentially. I don't give them as much time as I probably should. And you're not even thinking about commuting, right? Yo. Like that's 2 hours out of your day. I'm so adding that's really... why I say 12, 13 hours cuz including the commute. Yeah. Yo, I think about that all the time. There be there be moments I'd be like, "Oh shit, I have not spoke to my my parents." In like a week, mm-hmm. and they don't understand that shit because they like, I had a job, you had a job, but like it's a different type of job yeah. these days, right? Yeah, you know, like that time, man. Twenty, yeah, like twenty four hours is really not a lot of time. Shout out to Locks twenty four hours. No, we can run it down real quick. Twelve, so six a.m. is how we do it up here, right? Up at six a.m. That's it. That's that's your wake up time. Yeah, yeah. Six a.m. I'm out the house by quarter to eight. At the office nine thirty until let's just let's be nice and say six. Home <laughs> by seven thirty. Gym and gym is if I come in and leave right out. Back home by nine thirty. We gotta talk about dinner. We gotta talk about hey, Sheesh. how was your day? It, it, <laughs> don't don't let you have some real business to just to like to discuss. And let's not let's not act like six p.m. is realistic. Let's not act like leaving at six is realistic at all. Damn. But like you said, right? Let's 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 not have like real like household business to talk about. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like not it's even just like, everyday basic shit. Everyday basic shit. Damn. Yeah. God forbid you like gotta deal with taxes. Damn. Gotta deal with God forbid you wanna change it, you wanna add a a, a package to the cable. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I want the Yo, sports. Yeah, and so you think <laughs> about you think about Shout out the League Pass. You think about like Word. like um like life experiences that you go through during those those time periods with your spouse, like pregnancy, buying a home. You don't have time to talk about that stuff. You don't have time to talk about those things. You know what I'm saying? And we say when we say to our friends and family that don't live this life, most of our listeners do. They don't want to hear that you ain't got time for this shit. They think you're just being rude, but it's literally like I don't have the time. Mm-hmm. You know what's so wild? I threw a surprise birthday party for Danny. Which was great, by the way. Thank you. Sorry, Which was sorry, I had a, I, I had an amazing it. time, but yeah, I and we her, respect that you couldn't make that. I forgot her best friend. Oh, Danny, he had time for that shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, damn, that's messed up. But I get it though. It's, you know what I'm saying? Like, and I yeah. felt, and I, st- I there there are a lot of people that I forgot that should have been invited. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like. But you were are, doing this on an abbreviated amount of time. Yeah, you know, like I was traveling for work and I was working. That I was, was a lot. I, it was a lot. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I feel bad. You know what but, I'm saying? But here's the thing, yeah, you're though. A, you're a good husband too. By the way, you're bro. a great husband, and and you've got a better wife because she was happy with what you provided. You know, she didn't call you a bitch ass thing. Like, yo, where the fuck is homegirl? <laughs> she didn't say that, right? <laughs> and like, I get it. Like, it's it, you want greatness, but like, still, like, you did 
what you did was great, you know, and yeah. and more than good enough. It was a good time. You know? you know the best part about all of this? What? Is that we answered Chad's original question. Oh. Uh, is it worth leaving? Yeah. Absolutely. So you don't forget Danny's best friend. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, absolutely. That's real. Like, you slow down and like, we ha- when you have your time back. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, running your own shit is going to be hard. But, like, I ain't going to hold you. Like, running my own business... I- Successfully, I didn't need 15 hours out of my day, yo. Yeah. You know, going back to Chuck, the one thing that he said to me when we were having this conversation about him being on his own, he was like, yo, over the summer, if I wanted to take my girls to the beach, I could do that. Yeah. Could you imagine, like, on a, on a, on a fucking Tuesday, being able to take your, your children or your child to the beach randomly? No, no, no. Without, I can. Without no, without no traffic? I used to be like, yo, Takiya, take off today. And we would go to the beach. Or... Yo, when I got back playing basketball, this is when I was running my own shit. I played for two, three hours on a day at like three o'clock in the afternoon. Guess who's there? Jim the, Jones. No, 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 no. <laughs> no. Well, well, yeah, but like, <laughs> but like the rest of the entrepreneurs, the rest of the people that I actually want to ha- spend time with, yeah, I don't even yeah, like yeah. going to that gym after six o'clock. But from three to five, just the real, the real players. Or, or ten a.m. Yeah. We're like, I'm not dealing with weirdos. Yeah. The people that have figured out life are there. Yeah. I told this to Gene when I used to live in Atlanta. Gene, what up, man? When you go to the, to the gym, because he didn't know, because he worked for 10 years for, for Frito-Lay, he's like, I'm like, yo, when you go to the gym at 10 o'clock in the morning, all you're going to see is the strippers and <laughs> entrepreneurs. And get used to it. Because it's a different kind of people. And he was like, yo, you are so right. All the strippers there. But all the entrepreneurs are there, too. Like, it's, 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 strippers it's, are entrepreneurs, too. They are. Back to the old blog. Back to the old blog, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they are. Yeah, nah, that's that's real shit. You know what I'm saying? It is. Wow, it's something to think we about. We just bitch ass niggas, man. Yeah, like yo, when I was working from home those one or two days a week, the people that I would see at the gym, yeah, it's different. It's a different. It's a different crowd. Even in the coffee shops, yo, it's like it's like the networking events that they used to put on when we were, when we were yeah. younger, but it actually happened at yeah. the curl bar, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're just as curious as to why you're there. Word. As you're curious as to why they're there. Like, who the hell are you? Why are yeah. you here at Why do you have time to be on here? On a Tuesday. Right. Shout out to McConan. <laughs> on a Tuesday. Yeah, that's real shit. Nah, honestly, it's one of the things I think about all the time. My gym experience at 10 a.m. is like your networking event. For me, <laughs> I think about this all the time. If I could just like one day pick up my daughter at 12 o'clock, like, you know what? F it. Let's, let's, we off this. Go to the movies. Yeah, we yeah. off this. You know what I'm saying? Let's go somewhere. You know the type of what that does for her long term to know that like that memory that she will have. My uh, dad isn't like chained to anything. Yeah. yeah. Her her her, her outlook on life becomes very different. Yeah. And her expectations for the men that she's around after I'm gone are very different. Yeah. That whole idea of like being your daughter's superhero. Like how realistic is that when you gotta like answer to somebody else? Not. Yeah. I mean, Dane Sorry, got I, into I think that. I just made Chad jump. Yeah. I think Chad just said I'm out. <laughs> Fuck this shit. Yeah. I mean, nah. and, and Dame kind of got into that. Oh, or, Dame does say that, doesn't he? He got into that with his yeah. uh, conversation with Nick Cannon on Nick's school or whatever school. Uh, I can't remember what the yeah. podcast was, but like he was like, "Why am I gonna send my daughter to college for her to be conditioned?" To think that she has to report to somebody else when I can take that money, take those hundreds of thousands of dollars and 
pump it into teaching her how to live your life free and to be your own entrepreneur and to do whatever you want to do. Like, no, I'm not going to do that. Yeah. So, yeah, but listen, did you really listen to how Killer Mike speaks on his interviews? Mm-mm. He's so free, yo. Uh, he, yeah. he, he'll say whatever the fuck he feels like saying. He'll talk about N-words and W-words and yeah. all type of shit. But he's truly at no one's mercy. Like, mm, yeah. that's such a foreign concept. Even when I was freelancing, working for myself, whatever you want to call it, I was still at the mercy of my clients. Like, I still had to, like, play the game to a certain extent to yeah. make sure the bill was paid. When I hear Killer Mike talk, I feel like he had a farm in his backyard. He you know grow his own food. Yeah, like. I feel like everything is like, I'm on my own shit. Yeah, he don't but, need to go to the right, grocery so, store. Even as a freelancer, when you had your own clients, the game that you had to play still feels very different than the game you have Very to different. It's very, very different. Yo, honestly, I, let me ask you this. Invoice, I don't wanna, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Before you dive into that, when you were freelancing, did you feel like your authentic self as opposed to now working for a company, yeah, I never, th- I never, I never thought that I would lose my authentic self again. <laughs> I thought that I was like, oh, I got a good grasp on this. I can handle business and still be me. That's why I'm so adamant about. I hate be- like not being my authentic self because I was able to get it back and then right. like, lost it again. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I think that's I think that's the 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 intersection that I'm at right now. You know, like be free, my nigga. You know what else it did though? Shout out to Dead Press, right? You know what else? You know what else it did when when you like when you are making money for yourself, and it's a lot of money. You don't value it the same like the way the way like I don't value my biweekly check anymore. Like it just looked like okay, cool, thanks. (laughs) But like what I what I know that it used to be ten x on a random day out of nowhere. It's like I think I'm better with money now because like I can't even look at this shit like it's money. Mm. Like, yeah, when you're a freelancer, you got that like that nice check. Does your uh, confidence like boost? You can't tell me. Yo, Tequila, nothing, tequila would tell me. Tequila would tell me like, oh, you get different like when you got a new check. <laughs> Ow, come here, daddy. Come like, here, come here, zaddy. Right. She'd be like, yo, you get Hennessy when it's regular, but that VS come out, that that privilege come out when you just close the deal, huh? Yeah, yeah. The the level of confidence you have when you close that that deal that that's yours every time. You know what I'm saying? Like nothing compares to that. Nothing. Yeah, nothing compares to talking to your team mm. after y'all get a win. And you ran point. I did this. <laughs> that shit. This shit came from my mind to my bank account. Mm. Is the best fucking feeling that anyone could like. Any person that has an entrepreneurial spirit, there's nothing better than that, yeah. yo. Yeah. Mm. It went from my brain to my pocket. <laughs> <laughs> that shit is the best, yo. I'm getting chills just yeah. even thinking about that shit. I, I think about the deal you and I had. Which one? Oh shit. That shit went from brain to. Couldn't fit in the pocket. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait, wait, wait. How much? What we charging? Yeah, man. Oh yeah. We we charging this. You remember the one we almost did? And Yo. we would have to do no work? And it was like a like a like a year worth of money? <sighs> man. I mean on that note, shit. <laughs> we got we jump. need to lay. We need to cut the podcast and just talk to each other because yeah. we, we gotta get jump. To these bags, man. Yeah. What's yeah. this challenge, man? What's this challenge for this week? I'm gonna go first. Oh, whoa, shit! Whoa, 
Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Chuck, man. Chuck, um, what's up, Chuck? But for the challenge is to to start your plan B, and I might have made this a challenge before, but if I have to make it a challenge again, I don't I don't have any issues with that. But start your start your plan B. You know, like if you out here and you you you're struggling with work, start your plan B so work doesn't become a struggle. So talk to me. How are you gonna start your plan B? Like let's get to a little bit of detail. I'm gonna call you the fuck out. Yo, seriously. What's your first step? Your first step is. Put it together my business model canvas. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but writing out those ideas. Oh my man. God. Stop writing. Go do. No, you know, every 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 creative that I know can concepts. So start writing out your concept. Okay. You know, and, and start talking, yeah. communicating to your circle. And hopefully you have a trusted circle that you can have a conversation with about your ideas and they will be honest with you. Like if you start there and you start to develop pieces by pieces and doing the research on your goals and your passion, like really sit down and ask yourself, what is your passion? And you figure out how do you create that unique ID for you in regards to your passion? Like that is my challenge. And that's how you start your plan B. Do what's up. Yo, I've been playing with this for a while. Hey, yo. <laughs> Whoa. That's but I think wild. it's... Um, nah, that's fucking disgusting. You've <laughs> been playing with this a while. Make sure you put these mics away yourself. Hey, yo. That's crazy. Playing with, uh, play with myself for a while, brothers. It's been... <laughs> Single go life. Nah, it's it's been situations uh, have been sticky. Taking <laughs> taking steps to get to uh to get to the agency life. So like for real, like you can be a freelance photographer, but having agencies that can shoot you consistent work as an entrepreneur or a freelancer is something that I've been sort of right. Yeah. So really it's just like packaging my work and, and you know, who I am as a photographer. Um, to agencies so they can get me, you know, okay. under a roster. So like, that's probably the first step to me getting out there so I can get more jobs and get more more gigs. But hey, yo, Chad, I hope you heard what Brian said because he got to go again because that wasn't fucking like advice or no shit like that. That wasn't a gem. That was nigga your own. You told yourself, yeah. But you asked me what you gonna do. Yeah, motherfucker. No, no, you asked him what he gonna do. We asked. We asked. Oh, you want everybody? Come on. So, so fucking oh, put selfish, you selfish, ass. overprivileged ass. Yeah, yeah. fuck. I'll go. You come back to you, yo. All right, fine. Yo, my shit is. I forgot what we doing. We doing it. Brian, voice. Acknowledge your privilege, yo. Whether that privilege be things being bad and you know how to fight back, or whether it just be like a level of of knowledge that you have that you can leverage to to move forward. Like, acknowledge your privilege. All right, fuck Acknowledge it. your privilege. Acknowledge it. And for me, it's putting a plan to action. Like, you can talk all fucking day, right? Go bust ass. Just like Thomas said, like, no, I'm not going to go bust ass, but I will put, <laughs> I will put rubber to the road. Don't try to set me up. <laughs> but um, it's about doing, right? Like, I know what steps there are to take to get to that place of entrepreneurship, mm-hmm. and it doesn't have to happen all at once, but you can't start taking those steps. So for me, this agency life is... One, taking that step. step. Make that move. That's my step. Facts. Oh, shit, man. Yo, I loved this episode. <laughs> Crazy. I Good loved. Good to be back. Any, anything else? Can I shut this shit down? 
Yo, say with your old nah, man. I got a bone to pick, yo. Oh, <laughs> shit. Nah, I don't got a bone to pick. I just want to. <laughs> yo, it's episode 33, Abstract Square. Yo. Podcast. Please tune in. SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play. Google Play. These are. Oh, we got to get a Himalaya, too. What? See, so. Are you dropping gems that we shouldn't be sharing with, with the listeners? Or? Oh, yeah, yeah. No, we get punch. Listen, shout out to everybody programmatic, too. We out. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, we appreciate y'all. Holla! Holla.